What's up, sluts? How we doing today? Just literally climbing back into the wagon. I was about to start the podcast 30 seconds ago, but I needed to piss. So I got out, took about three steps to the right in the middle of the park. If this was daytime, I would be arrested because I would have basically been in the perfect prime location to expose my bare cock to underage kitties. But I basically... Took three steps from the wagon, pulled my cock out, let out the most orgasmic piss I've had in a while, man. Like, oh, there's something. Like, if you know, you know, man. There's something about that high piss. That piss when you're baked as fuck. Like, it's always bigger than you think, too, because you've been so high. Like, you probably need to piss for a while, but you just, you just, you know, you're not thinking about it at all. You're thinking about fucking... The fact that Osama bin Laden's murder was probably fake and, you know, he was likely dead long before or probably didn't even fucking exist and was just an imaginary pawn made out of fucking thin air by the US propaganda machine to have a scapegoat for 9-11. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Uh, yeah, man, fucking person when you're high. It's just like, because it never comes out straight away too. You could have like a gallon stored up in your fucking bladder and you're gonna pull your cock out there's always gonna be a delay like there's always gonna be like a two or three second just you're sitting there you're like hold on what's going out there going on here and you can almost see you can feel it but you can almost see the bulge of that liquid coming out your urethra through your cock and just the release man the release it almost feels as good as coming like, you know, that's the easiest feeling to compare it to because it comes out of the same hole. But, like, it's just that release and just that 20, 30 seconds of just... Uh, yeah. It's just so good, man. Fucking... Yeah. Anyway... Um, blog's out, people. The blog is out. The blog is live. We are, we are bloggers now. It's 2005 and I'm a blogger. Um, yeah, man. So that's out there. That's out in the public domain. Uh, I'll put the links in the bio. But basically it's, uh, it's mattsloveletters.substack.com. We've gone Substack. It was the easiest, most, like, fucking easy to use accessible fucking what do you whatever you want sort of blog hosting website to use and seems to be the one that all the all the all the big names are using now so we're going we're jumping on the Substack wagon we're going matt's love letters because you know I'm a, I'm a romantic at heart you know those that know me i'm a i'm a lover not a fighter so love letters is a good way to, you know, that's, that's going to be the, the tone. It's going to be positive. It's going to be shit I'm into. But, uh, first post was, I'm not going to, you know, I'll go into a little bit of detail about it here, but if you want the full, full story, go read the actual fucking blog. I've added some pretty, uh, you know, I've also become a bit of a, I've created some memes related to the topic of the blog. So they're all scattered through there. So enjoy those uh they're on theme so if you don't like the theme you're not going to like the memes 
basically, you know, I've mentioned it before. It's basically the title of the blog. It's called Justifying Dishonesty. A real serious title. You know, re-entering society after a year from the traffic light fucking bullshit here in New Zealand. And, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Just me talking about my last year of how the traffic light system, if you're not aware, the red light, green light, yellow light, they're in order. But, uh, the fucking... COVID level restriction system that was brought in on December 2nd at 11 59 p.m. 2021, where Jacinda and her cronies all made a two class society, man, where you had rules for one class of society. Why am I struggling on society? Anyway, one rule for one class of society, which were the vaccinated. The gullible idiots, the desperate fools, you know, most of you people out there. I'm judging you right now. And then the unvaccinated, the clean, the unvaxxed. Um, yeah, man. And obviously just about my, my experience, about how I fucking lied to most of the people in my life. One of one of my two employers at the time, because, you know, we're out here hustling. I was honest, I got mandated out of both. was honest to one, lied to the other. I'll go into a bit of detail how that was a bit of a clusterfuck. Uh, personal life, you know, I was honest with the boys. The boys knew. The lads knew. But uh, the girlfriend at the time, and I say at the time because turns out lying, not great for relationships. Um, yeah, lied to her, told her I got jabbed up and lied to the family and basically anybody else that's important to me in my life. They all think I got jabbed up, like... You know, I act like me staying unclean was this big, noble, tough, strong thing to do. And really, I just lied my way out of it. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Kind of just a bit of a, yeah. It was a bit of a weird situation. Weird, yeah. Weird, yeah. And I, th- I feel like it was a good time to rela- release it because I'm fucking tired of this vaccine shit, man. It was like, it's been 18, nine, like 18 months, two years of just... Oh, just like the worst debate ever to enter society. Like the most stressful, most bullshit, most fucking, you know, life affecting, at least in my lifetime, sort of like decision made by a group of people and how it's just completely fucking over another group of people's life. And I was in that fucking group. So, and in terms of that, society's pretty much gone completely back to normal. Like, I'm basically doing... I can do everything now that I couldn't do a year ago. So, you know, it's not like the fucking Holocaust or some bullshit like that. It's, um... wasn't that bad, but at the time, it was fucking sucked. So I'm kind of sick of even really talking about it, hearing about it. It's kind of like, I'm moving on. So that's what this blog is, man. If you ever want to hear me go off... If, if there's ever anything in the news about vaccines and the COVID injections and all that, you know, malarkey, I'm just going to refer, refer you to this blog post. It's the last thing I'm ever going to say on it. It's the last thing I ever really want to talk about it. And yeah, this is the last podcast I ever even want to fucking mention it because it's just, you know. Well, I get with anything in life, when you have a difficult situation, like, the best way to deal with it is just to fucking ignore it and push it down. 
And when something stressful and bad happened to you, just fucking black it out of your memory. That's the best way to live life. Well, it's the only way to live life. So that's what we're going to be doing from, from this day on, from the 6th of December 2022. We're just, all the bad shit that's happened over the last year, we're just forgetting and we're moving on. But yeah, but it, the last thing I'll say on this is, you know, the boys out there, you know, the lads, the guys in the inner sesh circle, um, those ones that were unfortunate enough with a gullible or backed into the corner to have to take the COVID vaccine, you know, if, say 10, 15, I've said this to all of you before in person, but I just felt like I would, one more time so it's recorded, so it's out there, so you know, so I can just, again, I can come back, like, this is in the blog too, but I can come back to this podcast and just play it back to you just so you know where we stand but the time comes in 10-15 years and you're wanting to procreate you're wanting to bring your offspring into this world and heaven forbid this vaccination has negatively affected your fertility and sperm function then I'll be more than happy to help you know my brothers my boys the lads out and you know, be a sperm donor for you, and just help that happen for you, and fuck man, we don't even need to go the IVF lab route, we can just do it naturally, do it as God intended, and you can just let me fuck your wife, okay, that's what we're gonna do, and then everything's gonna be okay, you're gonna let me fuck your wife, but anyway, so that's the last, the last we're ever gonna talk about, any COVID vaccines, on this podcast unless they come up again or unless there's some crazy fucking laws like i don't know i don't even want to talk about this shit happening in the news here in new zealand about a family's like taking doctors to court because they're trying to make sure that they only give their baby unvaxxed blood and the doctor's like you'll take the fucking blood that's given to you cunts like you know because that's literally what they're saying it's just like how hard would it be to find, like, the parents could, like, I'm in the Facebook groups that are going nuts over this, like, if, you know, parents want unvaxxed blood, it's out in the news, literally, like, 90% of the unvaxxed crazy cunts in the world are just like, oh, give the baby my blood, don't let it get the clots, so, yeah, man, like, this could be completely sold by just a Facebook post on one of these groups. Who wants to donate blood for this baby? Find the right blood type. I'm sure you'll you'll find somebody. There was enough people that didn't take it. And they give the blood to the kid. And then hunky-dory, we're all happy and we can move the fuck on. Like, honestly, now they're just dragging it out. It's in court today. We'll probably get a fucking verdict on it tomorrow. I'm going to say that the... The government's going to take this kid off the parents and give it vaxxed blood just because that's what our fucking government, they're just at finding every opportunity to be absolute fucking cunts. Like, come on, man. If I was in charge of things, like, that's exactly how I would handle the situation. 24, 24 48 hours, it's over, it's handled. The baby's got the blood that the parents want it to have. Some fuckwits willing to supply it. Baby's as healthy as can be. You know, no fucking government wasted court costs and all this bullshit. It's just, 
That's just, just like, literally just to kick these people in the dick. Like, just let them do it. Like, there's really, there's that not that many of us that it's going to become a thing. Like, most people got it. Most people don't give a fuck. And most people with their kids in the situation are just going to say, oh, give it whatever fucking blood you think's best, doctor. But, like, you know, after the last year of all this bullshit, these parents have probably gone through, you know, I can sympathize with what they're going through because, you know... But it's just, ah, uh, there's no common sense out there, man. No simple solutions. Everything's got to be a fucking ordeal. Everything's got to go, you know, everything's got to be a court case, a legal proceeding. You know, it's just, whatever happened to just making simple, quick decisions in life? No, you know, nothing, ever. And yeah, anyway... I'm hoping that's the last time I have to speak on this issue. I'm just sick of it. I'm sure you are too. But, uh, yeah, so, moving on. Back to the blog. Back to the blog. So, yeah, Lily's, uh, not Lily's, Matt's Love Letters. Fuck, I should have called it Lily's Love Letters. Fuck. I might change it. I don't know. We'll think on that. But at the moment, it's Matt's, Matt's Love Letters. Fuck, Lily's love letters. That just rolls off the tongue so much better. I should do that, man. <sighs> yeah, fuck it. It's Lily's love letters. We'll change it once we get home. By the time this podcast's out, it's gonna be it's gonna be out. It's Lily's love letters. And yeah, man. If you want to, the main way I'm trying to push trying to push things at the moment in terms of social media, you're gonna start promoting the pod promoting the blog you know I want to be calculated with my marketing push I'm going to target with just one social media at a time and I think the best social media common social media website with sort of you know the most users that I'm going to push I think I'm going to have the most success to push things out there and get get the name get the brand name up there is going to be Twitter especially with this subject material i think twitter's the way to go facebook you know we'll go we'll run through the other ones facebook dead and dying instagram visual you need pictures i ain't putting you know i ain't putting my booty pics out there saving that for the only fans uh snapchat like that's dying tiktok that's gay um you know what else is there twitter twitter i actually spend a bit of time on twitter it's all reading it's gonna you know blogs are good for twitter and yeah, recently, Elon. Elon's been out there. Uh, he says he's going to bring free speech to Twitter. He's bought it. I'm sure you've heard of the saga. It's been fucking everywhere in the news. Another story I'm sick of. So, let's let's cover another, you know, let's cover another story I'm sick of hearing about that I don't really want to talk on much more. Then we'll move on. That's going to be the theme of the podcast today. Just me, just... Closing chapters about shit going on and just it's really starting to get on my fucking nerves at the moment. But this Twitter story with Elon Musk, man, like it's been going for about six months when he first announced that he wanted to buy it for an absurd amount of money. It's like fifty million or whatever the fuck. And yeah, that was a whole ordeal. They weren't gonna let him because Elon, like you know, he's mildly on the right, not even on the right. Like he's just. 
He's pretty a centrist political dude. Le- leans left because he's like a, you know, he's a tech bro. He's a Silicon Valley bro. Like, they all fucking lean left. They all donate heavily to the Democrats. But, you know, he said some things. He's a bit of an internet troll and, you know. And so Pat, all the pussies hate him. All the pussies just fucking hate Elon Musk. So... When he bought it, there was this big upcry. Elon was going to say he's going to stop the pointless cancelling. He's going to really enable free speech. And, yeah, he's just going to make Twitter the way it should be. Make social media the way it should be, basically. Unless you're saying illegal shit or you're inciting violence or you're going on a Kanye West-esque rant that... You're not going to get kicked off Twitter. You're not going to get kicked off for fucking political views, for COVID shit, everything. Just, you know, as long as it's not too fucked up and crazy. So, yeah, this just puss- has been pissing off these left-wing progressive pussies. And, yeah, so the last few months it was like, oh, he's not going to buy it. Oh, now he is going to buy it. Oh, now they're not going to let him. Oh, now he doesn't want it. Oh, back he's in. And, oh, what? Elon, he fucking bought it. He fucking bought Twitter for like 50 million fucking dollars. And, you know, he was a troll about it. He's been, he's still being a troll about it. And I respect it. I respect the troll game. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't like talking about this stuff topic, I think it's a nerdy fucking topic, uh, it's a waste of time, I don't really care that Elon Musk owns it, I don't think it's going to change anything, I don't think Elon's like a particularly good guy, I think he's a government stooge, I think he's an absolute fucking CIA, CIA fucking glowing asset that only made his millions of dollars like because he had ideas that the government just fucking loved. And that, you know, like, he got, made his first billion in PayPal, and PayPal's basically just a government, US government-controlled online payment service that kicks people off whenever the fuck they want to and does all this shit, and basically, you know, they take a percentage and make a fuckload of money from it. So, that was PayPal, and then Tesla is just a bullshit electric car company that, you know, make all these fucking gay ass looking cars that are just shit looking on the road that are you know have to be charged from the grid with massive lithium batteries and are actually a far bigger fucking environmental disaster than just a you know a standard gas guzzling car like the Seshwagon and just you know they're expensive as shit and only pieces of shit assholes buy them so that's Tesla and that's basically, you know, that's Elon. That was his idea, so not a big fan of it, not a big fan of him. And then he's got, what else has he got on? SpaceX, which is just a fake bullshit company to, you know, try and go to Mars, which is never going to happen because we never went to the moon. Like, how are we going to go to Mars if we didn't go to the moon? Because we didn't go to the fucking moon. We did that in 1969, last time was 1972. It's been 50 years and we've still haven't been back with all the technology we have fucking now. That was a propaganda campaign during the Cold War to make the world and 
everybody think, oh, the Americans, they've got rockets that can go to space. And literally, it was just like... And it made the fucking Soviets be like, oh, shit. America figured out how to go to space. Then they'll definitely be able to shoot hundreds of nuclear fucking rockets all the way across the world at us now. They went to fucking... They went to the fucking moon. So... That's what that's what that was. So SpaceX is just, you know, an extension of that bullshit. It's just that's what you know, like conspiracy shit aside. All the space program shit. All the SpaceX if you're in New Zealand unit you, know, you should know Rocket Lab, which is like a rocket a company that's meant to be helping, you know, space travel and stuff that's based in New Zealand. Like out near Gisborne, it's been in the news a little bit the last few years since it's been around, it's actually owned by Lockheed Martin, if you don't know who Lockheed Martin are, they're one of the, like, the big weapons manufacturers in the world, in the US, and SpaceX, NASA, working for the government, they're not space travel companies, they're not trying to explore space, outside of shooting satellites up there, which don't even go into space, they, they still are in Earth's atmosphere, so, you know, because SpaceX is shooting a lot of them up for their fucking internet thing. And then, obviously, US government, GPS, all the rest, they shoot their satellites up. But outside of that, what these what these big space agencies are doing is they're just weapons developing companies. Like, literally, Rocket Lab. Rocket Lab, all they're doing is just making and researching fucking long-range missiles which is why they the u.s want to do it way down here in new zealand in the middle of the fucking south pacific because new zealand owns all the fucking water around and you could shoot a missile 10,000 kilometers and not have to worry about another country knowing about it and getting nervous and all this fucking shit like from where it is in gisborne in the on the east coast of the north island you shoot a rocket east direct east you're not hitting shit till chile so, you know, that's why they have it here. Like, these space companies, they're just, they're not, they're not going to space. They're just developing weapons. They're developing rockets. They're developing missiles. And that's what's happening in New Zealand. So, anyway, so that's Elon, too. Like, this SpaceX company is just doing the bidding of the US government, shooting satellites up there, which is basically just, you know, for the Starlink, that's the name of it, the Starlink, the internet thing he's got, which, you know, is going to provide internet to the whole world, but it's also, like, just going to upgrade all of the surveillance and control mechanisms that the governments and and big corporations use with the internet anyway. So that's the double-edged sword with the internet, yes, you can have better internet anywhere, so like you could work like a remote job living in Timbuktu in the middle of nowhere, no problem, which would be kind of cool if you had to do a job like that, which, you know, if this podcasting comedy shit doesn't work out, that's, pro- that's probably what your boy's probably going to go ahead and do with his life, and just try and get like a fucking nomad tech job, just knuckle down for a couple of years, get qualified, do some software development and just be a fucking digital nomad. That'd be an alright life, eh? I reckon I could do that. Just, you know, commit to like a year or two of just getting a software development pl- diploma and 
fucking just fucking off, living in Thailand, working on your laptop, like four hours a day, fucking on to the next spot, fucking some Thailand whores, the ones without, maybe a couple with cocks, but mostly without cocks, and all of age, okay, we're not going that route, but anyway, yeah, fucking, I lost my train of thought, but anyway, don't really like Elon, he's a government shill, he's a fucking spook, he's, you know, whatever, whatever he's doing, like, I think mainly him buying Twitter was, because, like, one of the things that I found interesting when they announced he was going to buy Twitter was, you got to see who the current main shareholders of the fucking thing were before he bought it, and one of the biggest, like, the biggest, or one of the biggest shareholders of Twitter were the Saudi Arabian government. So I think part of it's just like the US government being like, oh fuck, the Saudis own one of the biggest social media sites that has like massive American usage of just pe- people's daily lives and could have backdoors into, you know, American citizens and everybody's fucking cell phone security and all that bullshit. They realized, oh fuck, the Saudis have control of that. We need to buy that back. And so they, you know, twisted Elon's nuts and made him do it. And he's coming in saying, oh, if it's free speech, we gotta, you know, the people need to say whatever they want on Twitter. But really, it's just, you know, all that shit. And eventually, I think, yeah. Yeah, again, I don't like talking about it. I think it's a fucking shitty story, and it's going nowhere. I think it's just, you know, at the end of the day, more government control. But in the meantime, I think for at least the next couple of years, Elon's going to actually keep it pretty free, keep the, you know, the chat's going to be pretty good. So, you know, I'm going to be able to talk about the subjects I'm talking about here on the platform. And, yeah, man, been putting some work in. Really, only just started putting serious work in this week putting some posts out, you know, a little bit, a little bit political, a little bit, you know, just talking, you know, a little bit of music, a little bit of sport, a little bit of local politics, I went off on a rant, Twitter rant, you'll see it there if you go check it out, Twitter handle's Matt9Lily, again, it's going to be in the bio, but go check out some of them, you know, went on on a rant about how the Christchurch City Council is just basically an organised crime fucking syndicate that's... Never gonna end up building the stadium, and because like the other the big metro sports facility got delayed by two years, and it's just gonna cost any more money. It's that's just basically these fucking councils and politicians being like, "Oh, where can I siphon money out of the budget for my own personal gain this week? Oh, let's let's you know extend, let's delay this fucking already." insanely delayed massive project of fucking sports and leisure infrastructure for a city that hasn't had anything fucking decent in the way of this in over 10 years like let's let's just suck even more money out of this even though it should have been fucking built six years ago but you know that is what it is so I'll go off a little bit on that I've been commenting on a few fucking, uh, you know, the, 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 that's the other problem with Twitter, there's so many fuckwits on there, like, I think that's just life, 
but I commented on this guy, like, I don't expect any of you guys to follow him, but he's a bit of a boomer, New Zealand boomer, Sean Plunkett, he's a political boomer, and he put something up, you know, about some COVID-related tweet about the government doing a royal commission into it, and, you know, asked if all the anti-vaxxers, are they going to be happy now that the government's actually looking into it, and I was just, you know, put out a tweet about March 15th, and the commission into that, now that uncovered nothing, and Blew up a little bit, got double-digit likes, got a couple of extra follows off it. So, you know, that's that's the way to grow, organically grow a following. And we're going to keep going there. We're going to keep doing it with that. We're just going to keep the same vibe, keep the same energy that we got on the podcast, that we got on the blog. So, yeah, if you're interested, you want you want more me in your life, go, go chase that out, man. Again, the links are going to be in the bio. But man, yeah, fuck, I can't believe I didn't think of Lily's love letters from the go. Like, I love that alliteration. It just rolls off the tongue. I was halfway there. Matt's love letters. That's kind of gay. We need Lily's love letters. It's just, and it's a different vibe, like, you know. But, you know, those that know me, like, I go by Matt at work. I go by Lily on the sesh. That was gay. That was fucking gay. That was such a gay thing I just said. Uh, Anyway, we'll leave it in. Unedited. But moving on, fucking couple of sketchy cunts just driving past, cunt in a van. I think there's a, there's a park down the road from this car park. Like, there's another car park at the other end of the park, that's what I meant to say. But it's one of those ones that gets locked at night, and I think these cunts are all just getting chased out at 11.53 at night because the security guard's kicking them out. But yeah, anyway, I'm moving on. Uh, fuck, man, where are my notes? 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 God, this is terrible. This is terrible fucking podcasting. Oh, weird day. Weird day today with the support work. Old mate, they hang out with today. I was trying to... Usually his mum texts me today before us and tells me what we're going to do. Didn't get a text yesterday, so when I woke up this morning, flicked the one. I was like, yo, what's the plan for the today? And she had to be back like, Half an hour later, later saying, oh, fuck, Matt, so-and-so's done a runner. I've called the police. He took the dog, he's gone, don't know where he is. And I was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, part of me was like, oh, if he go, if he's still missing for the rest of the day, I won't have to go to work. But then that's also a piece of shit mindset, you know, trying to stop those thoughts. Too. But, you know, main thought was like, oh, what the fuck? fuck is this retard doing now like uh, basically and then so I was like uh, for fuck's sake and then 10 minutes later get a text from his mum saying that he's come home I found him so he was all safe but fuck's sake he was gone when I went around there later that day I was talking to his mum she was giving me the debrief basically what had happened is she was like you know in the kitchen or whatever the fuck doing doing some chores and stuff and then uh she said dylan asked if he could take the dog for a walk and i just said his name i shouldn't say his name i've said it now his name's dylan you're not gonna find out who this cunt is but um it's not like he's got a social media presence he's a fucking retard but anyway so dylan dylan came in and he was like oh can i walk the dog his mom was like all right you can walk the dog but Stay on, stay on the street where I can see you. So, 
She walked out. She normally stands on the footpath. He goes, he'll go down to the end of the street, about two, three hundred metres, but she can still see them. Turns around, he walks back, and he'll do a couple of laps of this walking the dog. And usually he's pretty good. You know, it's kind of thing is, you know, mum doesn't have to look at him all the time, but she had to run back in the house after about five minutes of watching him. And someone called or something, so she ducked in, was on the phone for about five minutes, and she comes back out, and he's gone. He's just gone. He's taken the dog, and he's fucking gone. And she's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. So she toddles on down the street, around the corner, looks at the park that he sometimes, you know, that local park that he'll go to. Can't see him. Go down, there's this other house, you know, there's these druggy, like he goes to this drug dealer's house sometimes because they have puppies. And he's like, oh, I got a dog. I'll go see the other dogs. Like, you know, he's done that before. He's run away to this house. And I was, so she went there, hadn't seen him. And at this point, she was like freaking out. Been about 15 minutes. So she calls the cops. And yeah, they start looking for him. And it's a whole ordeal. She's knocking on the doors, you know, freaking the fuck out. Two hours later, she basically said she heard like a police siren and like a crash or something the other street away and she was freaked out, went over there, make sure he wasn't involved and you know, five minutes hanging out there, looking for him still, doesn't see him, comes back to the house and he's just back. He's back from his fucking walk, just went two hours, just said fucking taking the dog. And I'm good. And yeah, basically he just went and had he like he was apparently mostly he said he was mostly at the park and just hiding behind the trees so his mum couldn't see. And she was obviously frantic and just couldn't find him, but oh honestly man. And before you say like, what's the problem? The kid just wanted to go fucking walk his dog. Man, you don't know this kid. This kid, like I thought it was bold. It was bold bold from his mum letting him walk more than 50 metres away from her down the street because like you know he's just so delusional so out of touch with reality so just no idea what's going on like you know I don't let this kid get too far out of my side I'll let him get a little bit further than probably 50-60 metres only because I'm confident that if he turned and run like this kid is not fit, not fast, not athletic at all. And I'm not saying I am, but like if, if this kid tried to literally run, he would he would he would be running for fifty meters before he got out of breath. So like if he's only fifty meters away from me, I'm pretty confident if I see him trying to do a runner, I'm gonna chase this down pretty fucking quick. And I I, I ain't got much speed, so that's saying something. I that is saying something. But yeah, so yeah, that could have been an ordeal. If, like, this kid would walk into traffic just with his dog. Like, he would get hit by a truck. Like, maybe not because the noises would scare him, but, like, if he just wasn't paying attention or if it was relatively quiet, he'd just walk into traffic without looking. And, yeah, man. So, that was a bit stressful. Fucking, suppose it's just... Ah. Uh, that's just... Oh, uh, this kid's mum... I already worked two days a week with this kid, only for a few hours. It's nothing crazy. 
But because uh, he's he's just gone eighteen, so he doesn't have school, and they can't find anything for him to fucking do. So his mum's asking me to do a third day, and yeah, yeah, I'll get paid for it. It'll be a bit more coin, and I kind of yeah, pull me out of the office job a bit more. But also, like, the more time I spend with this kid, the more I just like I just get fucking sick of him. So like, there is a point where I spend too much time with him. He just gets on my fucking nerves, and then that's just not good for either of us. But, like, obviously, the more time that I'm taking him out of the house, keeping away from his mum's probably the best for him. So it's just, like, uh, trying to find that balance. So I think I might. I'll probably try a third day. At the end of the day, if it's after a couple of months, it's just fucking shit. I'll just tell tell his mum that, oh, I got a promotion or something at the other job. Don't have much time or a ratty some bullshit like that. But... Anyway, the joys, the joys, the joys of a career where you fucking, well, not even a career, a job where you do the right thing and looking after those less fortunate and, you know, making sure this fucking retard doesn't run out into the middle of traffic and get hit by a bus. Because honestly, man, it's come close a couple of times, not going to lie, like, especially when he gets pissed off and upset, like... Like, if I tell him, like, mate, it's time to leave the arcade, we're going to go now, like, and he doesn't want to go, he'll get fu- he'll, he'll either swing at me or yell at me and fucking sprint away from me. Like, there was one time he sprinted out of the arcade, he literally ran 10 metres into the middle of fucking, if you know Christchurch, ran 10 metres into the middle of Barbados Street, you know, which is right in the middle of CBD, 50k an hour street, one way, like, Honestly, this kid could have died in about half a second and I would have watched it. That would have been fucking traumatic. But yeah, man. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. Like, you know, it's fun. But today, like, when I eventually got him and took him out, he just wanted to... He just wanted to talk. Like, he was... Like, he asked me if I'd seen the Ninjago TV series. And I said, no. Of course I fucking haven't. And so he then decided to describe in detail... Every single episode of the first season of the Ninjago TV series. So there's 13 episodes and we got to episode 8. I was with them for 3 hours. So we're picking up with episode 9 tomorrow. If if I had a gun, it would be at the roof of my mouth right now. I'm not fucking looking forward to it. But again, better than me in the office? Question mark? Maybe. Speaking of the office, we got a new office. We upgraded. We upgraded. Moving up in the world. Business is expanded. Business is booming. But uh yeah, basically like the old office we were in, like the company I worked for was basically like a startup a year ago. I joined in about at the nine month mark, I think. And so they were in this little like skinny four by four. Like it was two offices, they were both like four meters by four meters about five desks in each and we had like 20 people working like you know we'd do different shifts and stuff which is why like on a night tonight like tonight I finished at 11 and we're recording this about half an hour after I finished work but yeah so we we moved we upgraded big time from basically like a broom closet on the second floor of some you know tiny office building and we've upgraded to like this massive penthouse it's basically the fourth and fourth fourth and fifth floor of a five-story building 
And if you're in Christchurch, that's basically, you know, skyscraper level because there's literally a law that we can't have buildings higher than six stories. But yeah, so it's basically two-story office, big massive high ceiling, penthouse, big balcony that goes around 50% of it, right in the heart of the of the business district in Christchurch, New Zealand. And yeah, man, it's kind of sweet as far as offices goes. Like, you know, you got a dartboard, a foosball table. We've got a putting green in there. Like, so, you know, as far as corporate prison cells go, it's not a bad one. Because that's all it really is. <laughs> well, really, I'm just talking shit. I've done, like, I've, how many days? I've worked, like, 13 out of the last 14 days in a row. Just at the office, just putting extra work. You know, we've got Christmas coming up. Heading away to Sydney in two days. So I was like, and it's a couple of people asked if I could pick up a shift from them because they were going away, and there was crate day the other day, which I wasn't going to work, but it worked anyway because uh, someone wanted to do crate day and I was like eh, I don't give a fuck I forgot it was going to be crate day too old for that shit so yeah I picked up an extra shift and yeah I think I'm just spent, yeah man it gets you it gets to you like I've said this before it's not terrible work it's repetitive as fuck but it's not terrible work and obviously like the office that we're in now is basically as good as an office and as cool as an office as you can fucking get, but it's still a fucking office. But yeah, yeah, all we can do, man, turn that negative into positive. Use that negative fuel. Try and push this podcast out there, get the comedy career going, get the blog going, just, you know, that's what we're going to do. So we're saying positive. If you're in it, if you're in a similar situation, about how much you love your professional life, I'm here for you, man. I understand you, bro. We'll get there. We'll get out of there. We'll move up. We'll find our true, our true callings in life, and we'll be able to find fulfillment and whatever the fuck we want to do. And life is gonna rock. And even if it doesn't, you can always kill yourself. All right. See you, cunts. <laughs>